0: Welcome to another episode of the Carmudgeon Show. My name is Jason Kamisa. He is Derek
1: Tam-Scott, and we are a part of the Haggerty Podcast Network. This week's episode has no topic and many topics all at once. I uh, would say that's fairly normal for the show. <laughs> that's true. Um, we talk about two-car solutions. We talk about... Uh, driving schools. Driving events. Radwoods. Uh, yeah, Radwood, a little bit of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. follow-up shockingly some mercedes-benz content but also a discussion about the
0: ideal two-car solution yes which you know might be something that's not actually reachable like the speed of light Hmm. the limit does not exist my goal weight (laughs) (laughs) Um, don't forget that we are brought to you by haggerty and if you like our content you might consider joining haggerty drivers club which gives you unlimited 24 seven flatbed roadside assistance for all your classic cars unlimited access to our valuation tools which will become more important for you to learn about next week on the um next week's podcast which is on the Haggerty bull market uh anyway uh lots of great stuff including uh, our award-winning magazine and there is a link below for you to find out otherwise find out more otherwise derek is gonna clap right nope done beat (laughs) you This episode of The Carmudgeon Show is brought to you by the Valentine 1 Radar Locator. Find Radar before it finds you. Get more information at bit.ly slash valentine1 underscore Haggerty. That's htps colon forward slash forward slash bitly dot slash capital V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-U number one
1: underscore capital H-A-G-E-R-T-Y.
0: Outlaw-welt, right? Underscore-welt.
1: Yeah. Outlaw-unterstrich. Unterstrich, yeah. That's like an underslash does this means. funny to you?
0: It's an <laughs> understrich. This means an understrike.
1: A, an underslash. underslash, yeah. yeah. It's like, like what a... What you do to people's cars. Instead of cars, calling huh? an underscore... <laughs> uh, I told you that I saw that vehicle again, right? We're recording. <laughs> and that was the beginning of the episode. <laughs> oh, shit. The
0: view, yeah, you better stop. <laughs> Derek, angry Derek is my favorite Derek. Uh,
1: <clears throat> I did not do any damage to any cars
0: ever who were, who cut no, you I off. didn't. They did their own. I damage. mean, I there, do you remember the scene. I, th- I think it was Everyone Loves Raymond. Uh, I don't really watch TV, but there was a scene with a parking lot with the Ford Tempo and the Mustang.
1: Oh, that's not Everyone Loves Raymond. That was from Malcolm, Malcolm in, in the, the middle. middle. Yes.
0: I knew it was one of two of them. That plus the Tawanda scene from Fried Green Tomatoes, which is a basically the same thing probably mm. also wasn't fried green tomato it's probably a different movie that i anyway Some things i hate the, about the, you the, the 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 idea here is that i love parking lot <laughs> violent scenes where like you know people go crazy over stolen parking spaces and i mean i just passively aggressively parked vangina out in the uh, parking spot so, Okay,
1: for the record uh-huh. i got the license plate I saw that. Uh Congratulations. Thank you. I was genuinely concerned that the California Department of Motor Vehicles and all its wisdom was going to deny you the simple pleasure of naming your license plate after your daughter.
0: The California Department of Motor Vehicles can go fuck itself because it lost a uh, Supreme Court case where it was trying to. um, What is the word? Deny, uh, censor. Well, it, it was censor. It was really a censorship issue because they were, uh, the California Department of Motor Vehicles decided it was the arbiter of what was appropriate speech and what was not. Um, and it was, uh, <clears throat> there was basically no rules. It was just, it's highly subjective. Yeah, following, like, it would person. allow some things that were basically horrible because the person behind the counter didn't understand what it meant. But anyway, uh, the official story is that uh, I named my daughter Shina after um, Croatian. A grandmother named china uh, j-y-n-a-h pronounced sheena um of course the real story is her name is Gina. um the funny thing is <laughs> what what's so funny about no, this? nothing <laughs> i did find someone on facebook with the name Gina, j-y-n-a-h and i had the whole web page ready to go with screenshots like if anyone stopped me at the dmv like this is my daughter don't you dare tell me what to name my daughter but I will say 11 and a half months from the time I ordered that fucking custom plate until it arrived, it still makes me laugh. Like mm. I put it on the car and was immediately hysterical. <laughs> and then, you know, I've had a couple people, like one of my neighbors asked, he's like, what is that license plate? And then he, he's like, "Gina," And I'm like, yeah, I named my van Gina," And he was like, oh, where did Gina come from? I'm like, well, if you had to name your van, wouldn't you name your van Gina?" And he was like- No, I'd probably call it a dodge or like I said, okay. So, you know, fun fact, my Vangina is 800 miles overdue for an oil change. (laughs) He was like, what? And I'm like, my Vangina gets 25 miles per gallon. My Vangina seats seven men comfortably. And he was looking and then it clicked. And then it was, oh my God, I can't believe you did this. And I'm like, why would I not? Why would I do? A license plate is an, an underutilized opportunity for comedy. Period. And so I actually had uh, Vangina and Beatrice next to each other. So uh, I don't think I have a picture of it, so sorry about it. But uh, Beatrice's license plate is Dirty E30. And so I had dur- I had a Dirty E30 next to my Vangina. Oh, dear. <laughs> I hope, hope that's not contagious. Stop, right. It doesn't stop being funny. I mean, you know, my Vangina has four overhead camps. <laughs> it must be very high
1: performance.
0: <laughs> Vangina revs to sixty four hundred RPM.
1: Redline second
0: fifty nine miles an hour. I mean, like it's just oh god. I, I really think people take life too seriously. And the idea of a whimsical plate is something
1: that really makes makes brings me joy. All oh, right, um, well, and experience... brings my vagina joy too. <laughs> I am curious to hear how long it is before you encounter a member of the public who understands it. Who oh, is just like that's hilarious. amazing and hilarious. You're my hero. I'm more. It could be a while. I'm more curious to see how long it
0: takes for the first person to give me the finger and like scream that I'm being like wildly inappropriate. And then that's when uh, this is name of Croatian grandmother Sina with you know horrible Russian accent, oh and they're God. like, why you know. Meanwhile, she'll probably say something like you know in Croatian. <laughs> like, uh. Shit, I picked the wrong language. Anyway, um, that is the first update of the day. Is okay. that my vagina yes. is now plated.
1: <laughs> well, congratulations on having a legally registered vagina. Stop <laughs> <laughs> being funny. Uh
0: okay. So I went to Radwood, which was pretty interesting. Only I to, one in Southern California. I went to the SoCal Radwood. Um, I was actually asked to be there by the Radwood people because, you know, our friend Art who sort of runs Radwood, is a fuck fucking idiot, um, and thinks that I would bring value to being there. So I flew down, and goddamn, that show is so good. It's just so much fun. Yep. Um, I did give out an award based on nothing other than my own objectivity. Um, Subjectivity. My own objectivity. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That was on purpose. Um, RML, which is Retro Modern Line Wheels, uh, had sent me a set of the prototype snowflakes, um, and the snowflakes, so, snowflakes, yeah. So the snowflakes were the wheels on uh, Mark One Volkswagens, Mark One GTI. They were iconic, thirteen inches, mm-hmm. um, and RML has made them and remade them in fifteen by seven. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the, perfect for a Miata track car. Yeah, they're four by one hundred lug pattern. Um, huh. They're super light. They were they're, and, and gorgeous. It would look funny on a Miata. I think the car is no. too too modern. Well, I think we should try it. We find out somebody will photoshop one. But um, there's that glug, glug, glug water. Jake, oh my God, what did you have for lunch? <laughs> so weird. Anyway, um, so Brad, uh, who is the. Uh, inventor of RML wheels, um, sent me a, a set, he sent a bunch sure. of of RML, I think the founder of RML wheels, he uh, he sent a bunch around for Fitment and I tried Fitment for him, verified that everything was worked and then sent it out. But I did give it to a deserving gentleman who's got a bunch of Scirocco's and wants them on his car. So that oh, cool. was fun. Um, uh, did they suit your car? They did. They they didn't fit perfectly, and here's why: the offset that Brad chose for the for the wheels are is really closer and more appropriate to the Mark II Volkswagens. Mm-hmm. So they're the same bolt pattern, um, but they stick out a little bit further.
1: And your cars
0: are lowered. My cars are lowered, and so the cabbie rubbed. Um, pretty substantially, and it's on Scirocco 16 valve shock uh, springs. And the Scirocco is on coilovers and it rubs pretty substantially too. Um, but I did test fit it to a stock cabriolet and it fits no problem. So you just gotta, you know,
1: you have Don't to not a, a slam, or, or
0: as Brad kept telling me to do, just roll the fenders. But oh. I'm which. You're not a fender rolling type. I have original paint on that cabbie. Like the wheels, I wanted for the cabbie, and it's original paint for it. And I just, I'm not, I'm not taking the chance that it cracks. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, I couldn't use them, but uh, I wanted to make sure they went to do a good home. Um, and whilst at the wood that is rad, I ran into a follower of ours who had made us the Carmudgeon Show keychains back in the day, mm-hmm. um, which is what's on um, the, Rover the Rover keys. And no one has ever seen these, I don't think. I think I showed them once, perhaps, oh, or maybe. maybe on Instagram. But he made these amazing carmudgeon show three uh, D printed keychain uh, keychains for us. And so I ran into him, and uh, his Instagram is outlaw underscore Yes, yeah. So outlaw underscore w e l t. Yes, I guess Welt is an a German uh, American name. It's what happens when you get whipped. Yes, in welt. You get a welt. Um, but welt in German is world. Um, but anyway, he's just. Just a really cool guy with apparently a lot of time on his hands. So, like, I walk in 3D
1: printing materials.
0: And yes. So, first thing he hands me, like, a Beatrice keychain. And he made a big one and a small one. So, that's now Beatrice's uh, keychain. He made me a blow me keychain. Um, oh, it's a head gasket. But do you know what that head gasket belongs to? Uh, show the camera here. here it's
1: go. an inline four. That's a lot of space.
0: Hmm. Why Is would there a, be so much space? on one side of it.
1: Because it's, it's...
0: half of a V8 uh, that came from an SD-1. Uh, it's the Rover 3500 head gasket, and oh. it says, blow me, as in blow my head gasket. Yeah, um, that's very on brand yes. for you. But he did also make a Jason's tools, don't fucking touch. That's, that's fine, that's very fun. A, and then one of the logos for each show, Carmudgeon. Here we are, Jason Camisa and Derek Tam Scott right there. Camisa's Ultimate Drag Race, icons, and Revelations Untold Stories about automotive legends. I thought this was so cool. Yeah.
1: Um, they're very um, faithful. They are very faithful. faithful to our logo. He done. did
0: actually spell my name wrong on that one, uh, Jason Kamisa on the icons, but I really don't care because A, they're cool, and B, he drove me to the airport. from. Oh. This is the thing about car community that I love. Meet some rando who we've chatted on the internet with. He walks over, he's like, I got stuff for you. Where's
1: this story going? Meeting a rando on the internet that you chatted with?
0: It's quite a car you've got out there. Thanks. don't you have a seat?
1: Yeah, and who then sits
0: me in his 126 manual swapped coupe Mm -hmm. and drives me to the airport, drops me off. Like, just total sweetheart. Anyway, um, I think think the car community is a pretty splendid thing, Mm -hmm. and I flew home I flew down to LA and back the same same day day.
1: because- That's why you did not drive a car down to Radwood.
0: Correct. Because I needed to be back first thing in the morning for our Bruno Sacco birthday party.
1: Yes. Which was very well attended. So it was
0: my silent hope or dream that there would be 90 cars that would show up for Bruno Sacco's 90th birthday and Mm. we beat that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I wow. think the final count was 77 Sako cars um, that I got photos of and there were a couple that I didn't that I didn't catch um, but way over 100 total um, <laughs> yeah it was really cool it was really neat um, it was an, it was a nice way to have like a little Cars and coffee in the morning and celebrate the birthday for somebody who really changed the face
1: of transportation it's funny because there's, the, anytime you go to a car show the quantity of Saco cars there is like six. You know, nobody brings Saco cars out to shows. And so I was so surprised that so many people with those cars just materialized from somewhere. Well, and there was every, like Uh. 18 to 85
0: would be my guess of the age range of people who showed up. Mm. I mean, the 500 E's showed up first. There was a bunch of nine 500 or 10 500 E's, which that alone, I mean, it's gotta be, the last time there were that many 500 E's together was probably at the freaking Porsche factory. Um, But they're a passionate bunch. They were, and they were also early. But they were, that was probably the oldest demo. There, A bunch of these guys looked fairly octogenarian. Mm-hmm. He had never heard of the podcast, were just somehow told. And it's not like we really heavily advertise this. No, no. I mean, we mentioned it, it on the
1: podcast and, and, made and an we've made post. a couple of social yeah. posts. But then somebody who was a 500E owner posted on the 500E owners group, and that's why they all turned up.
0: So cool. There were... Um, we had one of every body style ish Saco car in smoke silver.
1: That was my goal was to get one. We of were
0: each. missing the R one two nine, and we did technically not technically a, a one twenty four coupe, a C one two four. We
1: didn't have any one twenty sixes in smoke silver. Oh, I don't. Th- okay, you don't. Yes, yeah, you don't consider it a full Saco car. It's not a full
0: Saco car. He, it was. It was a facelift on an old design with his sort of. The beginnings of his car, but the 201 is the the car that Sako designed from start to finish and
1: looked Mm -hmm. completely different. Clean sheet. We were also missing a C140. True. My car was the only 140. Which only goes to show that no one cares about. Oh, wait, that's not true. We should
0: say everyone cares about it because it's for sale right now.
1: Yes. What is today? Today is December 4th. It ends today. If you're watching this in the morning, then it's ending later today. If you're watching this later than in the morning on the West Coast, then it ended earlier then today. go on to bring a trailer and make a
0: comment and laugh at Derek about how much <sighs> money he lost on his latest 140.
1: I love that car. I hope to own another one, but I am selling it because I am starting a new business, so I need the monies. So, you're, you're doing what? I quit my job. I quit Easy me You
0: can't quit. The, oh, the, Easy Me, Thank God.
1: I thought you were quitting the curmudgeon show. No, 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 no. I'm not going anywhere from until we get canceled or I die or whatever.
0: How we haven't been canceled already with
1: your opinions? or and my opinions in yeah. your mouth.
0: Well, yeah, but uh, uh, okay. So you're starting a new job. I'm going to pretend like I don't know this already.
1: <gasps> Gasp! You're uh, starting a new t- business. I'm going to be a used car dealer. You already were. I know. But oh, you I'm you gonna were already no, no, a used no, no. car dealer. You were a used car, used car salesman. salesman. Now you're a used car dealer? Yeah, yeah. So I'm starting my own dealer.
0: Daihatsu's uh, and Daewoo's?
1: Yes. And uh, if we can find them, original first generation Kias. Sophia? I'd love Sophia, yes. Oh, i love Maybe Kia the Sophia. first Sportage also. Uh, uh,
0: sure. Which was body on frame, interestingly. Um, yes. Would you like to tell the audience more about your newest not endeavor? Yet.
1: I'm not ready to publicly announce anything else other than to signpost that that's happening. Uh, when we have a website, I will.
0: I Keep your fucking mouth
1: no- shut until you got something to say. All right, I'm going to go back through our notes. What, uh,
0: <laughs> I just, I feel like we're doing this. This is
1: just the general housekeeping episode. This is sort of like, we're not getting a full episode. Oh, we talked about this in the intro already. But we did? anyway. Oh, yes. We did. About how the, because of last Friday's um, Cybertruck episode. Oh, yeah.
0: Wait, and if you think that was a long episode, wait until next week's episode that we haven't recorded yet and don't know about because that's possibly the longest curmudgeon show ever.
1: That's true, it's but about, it's not the episode. Don't no, get is, your panties all on fire just yet. Uh, it's about you Haggarty's can do that Bull next Market. year. Um, but no,
0: pant, panty. Anyway, um, I just had a fun Thanksgiving because I flew my 17 year old niece in and did the Thunderhill Teen Survival Driving School. With her, well, she did it. The same school that I had put her brother, my nephew, through two years ago, <laughs> um, got Beatrice back on the road. Beatrice is my shitty old E30.
1: Yeah, Beatrice has been off the road for eighteen months. <laughs> More than that.
0: It was February. Wasn't no, it? it was April.
1: It was April. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sixteen months, uh,
0: nineteen months. Um, it's not off the road is a strong word. That's true. Uh, she Out still of ran service. and drove. She yes. was just not being used for extended trips. Mm-hmm. because the throwout bearing was making horrendous noises and i was worried that it was going to seize plus you know it was kind of a little bit beat up in that rally that we did um yeah broken windscreen broken headlights well and then the windscreen broke again um so it had Extra a little broken. thing and then uh, uh, broken so uh, that's been replaced Haggerty claims dude i didn't even know i had a zero dollar deductible broke. Yeah, windscreens. oh my god so i call safe flight auto glass which is Haggerty's is a partnership with and i'm like okay well i'll just See whatever it's Beatrice it's not like if it were my honestly for the the, what, the touring like when I broke a windshield on my 325i touring I got one for a, a new windshield from the dealer and had a tech who did all the windshields back in the day do it charge me whatever he wanted and he did an amazing job because I don't want any scratches or imperfections or leaks or anything. Beatrice doesn't really matter. Uh, Safe flight. I go on their website. I type in the info and it's like, we have these in stock. Would you like us to do it tomorrow morning? And I was like, yes. And then it was like, do you have insurance? And I said, yes. And I type H a, and it fills it in Haggerty, And it then says, we'll contact them with your Vin and check your, check your everything. I was like, okay. what can kind a of windshield prob- possibly cost? If I, whatever. So, uh, the next morning, the guys show up, they install the windshield. It was 303 bucks, which is, frankly, way more than I expected, just because I'm- Installed? Installed, yeah. Dirty. Not OE glass. Not OE glass, but it, it's glass that's clear. <laughs> that's clear all I really care about. For, <laughs> for that process. Kind of and, um, and then I happened to notice that my Haggerty policy has a zero deductible on glass. So I just submitted the claim online. I'm like, sorry, I should have probably gotten authorization in advance, but- I replaced the windshield already. Here's the receipt. Boom. I just got an email. Like literally 20 minutes after they they called me this like when we first sat down here, actually. And I already got the email with like send us your bank info and we'll just reimburse you. Fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, I did um, that with um my first R129 and of course OE glass. And I even got the little Mercedes Benz product sticker on eBay for 10 bucks. And I gave them that receipt and they reimbursed me for that as well. Yeah, that's which cool. Which is pretty cool. I think I lived in Pennsylvania for 10 years. and Oh, yes, and mandatory re-
0: insurance coverage for, there. With no deductibles and it uh-huh. can't be held against you. And I just kind of think that's how it should be. It's a
1: winchester. Yeah, because people safety. drive around with vehicles in all sorts of states of repair yeah. in California.
0: And so I, you know, I was driving around. I sort of resurrected it back. We did the double body swap. So we did oh, the yes. full suspension. So the full specy thirty suspension kit, which is shocks, springs, anti roll bars, the reinforcements for those anti roll bars. Um,
1: do those do plates, the anti roll bar mounts
0: bolt on or are they welded on? Bolted on with then an, ex- an extra weld, welded bracket in the back because they'll otherwise break off of the. Um, uh, control arms, E28s always oh, do that, yeah. Uh, so all of that got swapped over to from the wagon over to Beatrice, with the only difference being that I did not once again go with HR race springs, I went with sport, which is one which notch is, higher, yeah. And then I got new sport uh springs for the wagon that now HR makes specifically for the wagon. Oh, which that's is cool. amazing. Um, with Bill Stein's, uh, two of which I purchased, two of which were given to me by uh straightened from uh, five three nine and five three nine because oh. he's so how frequency. does it ride
1: because that car always rode too firmly in yeah my no, opinion. So and put, it sat a little low in the back it was well i fixed
0: oh, that last year by by padding it up so there's pads. Spring pads
1: so those springs are now
0: on the sedan which is perfect it sits perfectly and then the wagon now sits appropriately because it's got the correct springs on it mm-hmm. um and it rides much much better That's it's good. the the whole problem there were two problems with the ride one was the bars the The sway bars are just enormous. Um, And the second was the heim-jointed upper shock mounts um, that were part of the camera kit. So I still have two and a half or three degrees of negative camber in the wagon because my fucking hero and friend bill arnold who pulled a midnight night after working all day uh doing the swap with me with on his two lifts uh found these adjustable camber plates that like use the factory mounts they're genius so it still handles like it's on rails but it no longer does those harsh impacts where you're bang bang boom 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 and no more squeaks from the back end that i was always bitching about all the squeaks and the rattles from the back and the wagon's just not as structurally strong in the, in the
1: back. Yes, there's a big hole in the back yeah. of the car.
0: Um, well, and plus no cross member. So remember, E30s don't have folding seats. So there's a big cross member in the back of the back seat that's a stiffening member on the regular cars. Um, my wagon just rattled and squeaked and that's now gone huh. uh, because of two things. Number one, the, um, the lack of bars, the suspension swap. And number two, The shop, when they painted this car, was 10 years ago now, eight years ago, whatever it was, put almost none of the bolts back in. So to get to the upper shock mounts, you have to basically disassemble the entire rear of the car. Um, All the carpeting's gotta come out, the side panels, the speakers, everything's gotta come out. And I now put it all back together. And funny enough, when it's back
1: together with actually the bolts that are supposed to be there to hold it? What the holding what on? The the interior the trim? interior trim. Oh the s- side panels. Screws that hold the interior yeah. trim in.
0: Not the suspension. No,
1: that was Yeah, no. or other mechanical. Well, bits. the
0: seats were loose. One of the doors was loose. I mean, uh. the shop did a beautiful job painting, but their reassembly was a little bit casual. Rushed. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I got this was all done so that B could be back on the road with a fresh windshield after because then I got hit with a big rock on 101. Um with a fresh windshield for G to drive on that teen driving school. And uh, I'll throw some videos in it, but it is safe to say she now know what it feels, she knows what it feels like to be in low earth orbit. <laughs> oh, she so <laughs> so did some uh, spinning. She learned uh, very quickly that the transition from the dry part of the skid pad to the wet part of the skid pad was going to result in- A change in grip level. Yeah, and of course the <laughs> race tires, so they are comps. So it goes from like, la 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 la, like amazing holy shit grip to ice. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, my wonderful Beatrice performed flawlessly and my wonderful niece who did not think she really had any interest in driving driving, enthusiastically, um, went from being a novice stick shift driver to just getting in and driving like it was nothing in two days Mm -hmm. and then went and kicked ass on this track. I am so proud of her and I'm so proud of Thunderhill for offering a really, it's 150 bucks for an entire day of instruction and exercises. they should do that for adults well adults can do this actually i almost brought my
1: mom really um yeah, oh, yeah. so it's not so adults you do you have to
0: so they call it they used to call it children like children's survival must,
1: it, adults must be accompanied by a child Yes. No.
0: Um, no, it used to be called Teen Survival. And now I think it's just called Family Car Control Clinic. Um, mm-hmm. And it's there. It, it's meant for anyone of any age to sharpen their skills. Um, and I thought it would be fun to have my mom there um, with my, with my niece. like so grandma's here, like beating up her car, but just schedule i didn't work out. Drat. Um, but uh, we should get like all of our moms to get together and do like I would a definitely do school. that with
1: my mother, for sure. I think your mom would she like She has an abarth.
0: Oh, we need to get her something rear wheel drive so she can drift around on. Skip that.
1: Oh, do it in the XJR. With Fantastic. the traction stick. With the traction control
0: off. Yes, of course. That was the other thing is they're like, we highly recommend that, you know, all of you guys for the morning uh keep tr- traction stability control on. And G's like, uh, you don't got that. Do it. Uh no, and you're gonna be fucking really sideways. Um, then there was this, it was I what a great program it was because the first exercise that he our group Thunder Hill Raceway. The track itself? The track itself, yeah. Oh. It's all volunteers. Everyone who's there is, is volunteering their time. Um, and, you know, the, the the biggest cause of death for teens is car accidents. And most of them are avoidable. So, um, but they've split you up into different groups. And the first exercise is a emergency lane change under braking. Yes. So you go towards a sign and it either lights up yes, right I've or left. Yes, I've done this before. And at the last second. In a 911
1: with no ABS. <laughs>
0: It's, so you got to jink to one side and come to an ABS stop, if or, you have it. <laughs> well, this poor girl was there in her Hyundai Sonata hybrid, and her, she took off like she was not afraid of that gas pedal, just burr, 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 the whole way uh, in the acceleration zone. And then she turns, and I'm like, "Wow, good." A lot of these, a lot of these students were like 16, 17, 15 years old. They were really tentative. S- tentative. She came in like she knew, like she was a boss. And then the light points left. She turns left and then locks them up, adds full lock and skids through about 7,000 cones. (laughs) And I'm like, what in the fuck just happened here? And so she comes around the corner and her fender liner falls out. So we run over to her and she's like, what? Every light on the dashboard's on. Fucking fender liner was loose and fell out and took the wires for the wheel speed sensor out, which took out her abs stability control blind spot monitoring all this other shit and power steering wow so i'm like oh fuck like this is gonna be a rough ride for her what an absolute pleasure to watch a young brain learn how to drive around a mechanical f- uh. within the, the, the next episode the next uh, exercise was breaking and she of course the first time came in just <laughs> flat spotting you're like oh no there's like an entire set of tires gone Two stops later, she's learning how to threshold, threshold brake. And by the end of it, they were adding in a sudden break in the middle of, or a sudden turn in the middle of the braking zone. And she would come in just with a little bit of squeal from the tire and you'd he- hear her lift, turn, and then get right back on it. She was fucking brilliant. It's what, an, yeah, $150 for an entire day worth of um, abuse. Mm-hmm. It, fantastic, so. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for that. I Everyone should do it. Yeah. Put your kids in school. Learn, you know, the idea is. Put yourself. Yeah. Well, the idea on this one was, Gianna's like, I'm not afraid of the brake pedal. And I'm like, oh, really? And, you know, she was overconfident as all young drivers are. Does Beatrice have ABS? Beatrice does have ABS. So I said to her, well, what happens when you press really hard? And she's like, well, it gives you that warning. She didn't use those words, but I'm like, what? And she's like, you know, we like kind of buzzes. And so you have to back off a little bit. I'm like, ding, ding. This is why you're doing this. You think you know how to break, but you need to be comfortable matting the pedal and sitting in ABS. And she's like, why? I'm like, that's what it does. It makes that noise and pushes back on your foot. And she's like, oh, I thought that was to tell me not to break it. I'm like, no, 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 that's telling you it's working. Um, So just the fact that she's now done 75 full abs ABS stops stops. means that in an an emergency situation she's not going to be afraid of that pulsing that she gets back from the pedal um and knowing that she can turn the car in the middle of an abs zone um and avoid a crash like great great teaching tool Mm -hmm. um yes so i have a lemons race coming up surprise just happened yeah i totally didn't remember i like i feel so bad that my my I've been so busy the last couple of weeks that I forgot about a lemon's race coming up. So um, if uh, <clears throat> it's at Sonoma and if it rains, please wish us luck,
1: mm. that's all I have to say. Yes, speaking of low earth orbit. Yes,
0: um, and uh, actually this is gonna be fun because Bridgestone sent us uh, a set of RE71 RS tires. It's their new, the replacement of the RE71 RS. Well, Apparently, they're amazing in the wet, um, hmm. but they're dry. I mean, they're like semi R comps. Yes, so, yeah. the last time we ran this car at Sonoma uh, when I was there it was two years ago, and we won the race outright. Uh, and we were on
1: E36s,
0: the E28 one. Uh-huh. Uh, we have an E28 and E36. Um, but uh, now we have a fresh motor again in the E28 because they sort of Tend to not last based on some, how some of our team members drive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> using all of the RPMs. Using and then, all of the thermal capacity sorry. in the RPMs. But uh, now with like genuinely grippy tires, I can't wait to see what these things do. So, um, that is all of the updates from my side. And you just drove a Rivian?
1: Oh, this? yes, that's right. Speaking of Thanksgiving, my brother has a Rivian, the uh, SUV. And he's one. thankful for it? Is that what it is? No, no, I was visiting my Uh, brother for Thanksgiving and uh, I drove his cars. His two-car solution is an um, ND2 and a Rivian R1S, one of which smells like dog.
0: Oh, the dog the a Miata. Um, (laughs) Very small dog. Um, So I I can't help but think that has to be the world's most perfect two-car solution.
1: If you're into contemporary motoring, yeah, I think so. I I mean, mean, would you substitute a GT3 for the Miata? I wouldn't. Not at 10x the price. Yeah,
0: Um, but that is a hell of a two car solution. Um, What more could you possibly need? Okay, so how was the Rivian though?
1: Uh, It was good. I mean, you're have you driven this S or Mm -hmm. only the T? Both. Um, The only complaint, genuinely, that I had about the S was that I felt like it was a little under damped. Ah. Uh, you'd like go over a speed bump. There's like speed bumps on his street, and you'd after the bump, there'd be this sort of residual vertical motion that I found not in keeping with. You know, I mean, I've been spending a lot of time in S classes lately, so maybe I'm spoiled, but it felt like not a thing that modern car should be still doing.
0: When you have adaptive shocks, there's no excuse
1: for a mismatch between spring rate and shock and axis. Yeah, it motion felt like a little bit oversprung and underdamped.
0: So this has been funny you said that because when we, right before we started recording, we started talking and I started to say my only one, and I stopped myself because I wanted to say it on camera, my only one real complaint with R1S and R1T are suspension tuning. Mm-hmm. Um, and the I have been told many, many times that uh, by different people that this latest, suspend, uh, latest software update was huge in terms of suspension. My brother
1: did say that it recently got an update and that it was better than it had been when he first bought it. It got an over-the-air update that it did to itself or whatever, but, uh, but I still, f- I mean, there's a hardware limitation. It doesn't matter what you do with software at some point, the I mean, in theory, if you had the- rheological shocks,
0: you could, you, and air springs, you could pretty much do anything, but it
1: doesn't. Mm. Yeah. I've also heard supposedly that this suspension was optimized for the first product, which was the T and that in the shortening of the wheelbase that comes with going to the S that it doesn't work as well in the S.
0: Uh, I, I'm not surprised to hear that. I I hadn't heard that, but the R1T, again, my biggest complaint was from a reputable source. Yeah. The S was, went from bad to worse. Um, and the, the S is the one that I would choose, but, uh, I don't know how I would have tolerated the nonstop bucking. Um, and the problem is there's just a disconnect. All four corners do a different thing at a different time. And at ride height, at the, the cruising ride height, which it automatically drops down to at highway speeds. You're bounding, even with nothing in the truck, bounding off of the bump stops at all four corners. I don't think I drove it on
1: the highway. Mm. I did drive it on a sort of um, fast sweeping road up to Mm. the mountains. And I thought overall its poise was pretty good. It drives smaller than it is for sure. I mean, the thing weighs near as 7,000 pounds. and, And obviously the way that it... D- departs is tremendous. Yeah. I mean, it's just outrageous to like in a daily basis. This is why people who have not dailied an EV don't understand this, but the way that it, you know, it fucks off from a light for lack of a Yes. It's truly out uh, like extraordinary mm-hmm. and like up a hill, there's a very long, steep hill. Like it's probably half a mile long and it's probably a t- 10, 12% grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's perfectly straight And uh, people always seemed to haul ass up that hill. And Mm. I, you know, I just matted it up the hill. And I was just like, you know, whoever was trying to be present was very much not after that. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, what a brilliant product overall. Mm, I mean, the colors and the rendering of just about everything that they've done is really impressive. Yeah, It's a really compelling device. I would have it on. in a second.
0: I can't wait to see
1: the... Yeah, if I needed that mission, which is basically like two baby seats, two parents and... Dog, big dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just
0: recently in one with seven of us. I mean, seven grown adults. Yeah, and yeah. Third like with the third unbelievable row. Unbelievable how much now how much room there is in that.
1: Well, yeah, and you've got a f- the frunk which yeah. takes up the area where the engine is, plus mm-hmm. a full size you know load area mm-hmm. on the back. Yeah, it's
0: really uh, it's an impressive feat. Yeah. Um, I just wish the suspension. So i the the latest I just drove an R one T. Uh, for last week's Cybertruck episode that we talked about. By the way, if you haven't seen last week's episode, it was a bonus episode on Friday and it was the near exclusive that I had on the uh, Tesla Cybertruck with lots of info. You should watch that. Um, But getting out of the Cybertruck and into the R1T, I was reminded that it's still not, it's better. The ride is definitely better but it still doesn't settle down the way I want it to. It's just mm-hmm. choppy and moving around and bobby. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. they, need to, they need to borrow a few Lucid engineers yeah, for exactly, a couple weeks. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, I told, actually, Tesla, though, for, for the Cybertruck. I'm like, you guys need your limit, uh, limit handling. Could use uh, a couple people Lucid, from Lucid. <laughs> to which they said, kindly fuck off, sir. Well, the guy who did the Cybertruck's tuning is uh, from McLaren and Lamborghini and i'm like oh and he was a i met him he was he's the guy that's tuning the steering on that thing incredibly nice guy very charismatic, charismatic italian um but i thought to myself uh-oh like i've driven huracans that are among the worst handling cars i've ever driven like i had an lp the rear wheel drive one the, which guess lp560 uh dash two literally tried to kill me i mean it spun in a straight line with stability control on repeatedly um there was something horribly oscillating wrong at the back end of the car under power and it would just oscillate and right around i've had huracans that understeered so badly that i could not drift them for a show that i was hired to do stunt driving on which was really embarrassing because i they thought it was me and then i drifted the camry around in the rental car and i'm like guys it's not me but then i've driven other huracans that are like transcendent so i don't know what the fuck it is same with mclaren's they're assy sometimes on the way in and uncontrollable and scary sometimes they're okay so i don't know i was like like oh god i hope they didn't get the wrong guy like (laughs) i I mean i'm sure there's more to it but they were like well you know we don't have uh, you know for cybertruck it's not the hugest priority to have no handling i don't think anyone who buys that is really going to give a shit but still, I'm like, it only takes, I could give you their numbers of four or five of them <laughs> over, over at Lucid. Like, they're right down the street. Um, I'm sure they did not like hearing that. Mm. But what are you going to do? Um, that's it. No other updates from your world?
1: Uh, no, I do, not to my knowledge. I uh, have been busy getting right. a new business going.
0: That you can tell us about. Because you suck.
1: I'm going to be a used car dealer. I right? just got to get a dealer's license and somewhere to conduct business and, you know, all that stuff. Okay. There'll be um, more in a minute. So
0: then we're, we're going to make this a short episode, but I have yes. one final question. Mm. Something I thought about recently. Sorry. I just spat upon you. Um, Your brother's two car solution mm-hmm. is kind of perfect. Recently, I was thinking about what would happen if I had to get down to, a couple cars from my own. Why were you having such thoughts? Uh, Cause the, the Beatrice not running, not, not being perfect was weighing on me. The beat is still has a check engine light um, because I haven't gotten a chance to pull the oh, time you're belt just off feeling again. a little
1: overwhelmed. Yeah,
0: I, I have a lot going on work-wise and otherwise. And it was just, the last month was insane um, in a good way, work-wise. Um, but you know, like I, I'm a little overwhelmed and I keep thinking about like, what would happen? I have 11 cars. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a fucking problem like that's not normal. And so I thought, what would, how could I get down to two? Could I get down to four? Could I, what combo of what cars could I sell if I had to? And the the thing is, if you lined up all the cars, I would go down the list and say, I don't want to sell any of them. But that may not be the case forever, right? At some point I may not be able to maintain 10, 12 cars, or maybe I'll want more. And I have, something's got to go. And so I was on a bike ride and I was thinking like, what would I do? And I thought, you know what? I could actually get down to, <laughs> so fucked up. I could get down to four cars mm. kind of easily. Like I could keep the Scirocco, the 308 GT4, the bitch basket and the E30, wagon. Not the wagon and I have a front engine car. Yeah. I have a front wheel drive four seater. the Scirocco is definitely not going anywhere ever, but then I have, you know, a convertible. I have a wagon. I have rear drive car. I have a drift car. If I need to, I kind of have everything I need. I have, you know, mid engine car. Um, and those four sort of cover enough base. And then I'm like, it's interesting sh- that you have two Mark ones in there. Yeah, I know that is, but the Scirocco is like a given. The Sharrock is like never going anywhere. And, but that's still, if I had to choose it or the cabbie, I'd, i would choose the scirocco but it would be a really difficult thing like really yeah the cabbie is like number three it's like really? scirocco number one ferrari number two cabbie number three really and then e30 number four yeah uh. um which is a not what anyone would ever expect but every time i think about selling something i'm like i'll just drive the cabbie it's you know redundant uh and then i drive it <laughs> like there's no way no way so so I could get down to those four cars plus obviously Vangina and the e-golf, right? Because you need daily driver and the, the van is just a work appliance. I don't want to get rid of the Rover. I'm not done with the Rover yet. I don't want to get rid of the, the Elise. It's too good of a benchmark um, for a lot of other reasons. Don't want to get rid of Beatrice because it's a car I can park in the street and beat the shit out of. I'm like, I don't want to get
1: rid of any of these cars. You left the 190E out.
0: But I don't want to get rid of the 190 because it's the best car I own um i don't want to get rid of the beat because it's just so stupid and fun and small and i haven't i'm not done with it yet like i haven't had enough fun with it yet that's all of them right Mm. i don't know um this is sad this is like i am now that like that lady who has 32 kids Kids. and can't remember them yeah um (laughs) a lot of cats but the what i wanted to ask you is you're good at selling cars
1: i do i am yes i don't get emotionally attached to cars generally
0: okay so you have how
1: many cars now eight
0: okay some astronomically ridiculous number of cars yeah you have to get down to two cars right now what are they what is derek's two car solution
1: of cars that i currently own Mm uh i keep the 964 because it is
0: uh i don't form emotional attachments to car what
1: that's not why I'm attached to it, actually. If, I mean, if I, if I could trade it for one that was a different color that was otherwise exactly the same, I would do that. Okay. <laughs> In other words, I would color change it. Yep. I, would, I, like, I want a car that I can haul ass on on a good road, and it's the only car I really have. That I, I guess the, G, the GTI could do that, but that car is sort of a tool. Uh, the track car. Oh, you have a
0: Mark 5. Mark 5 I, GTI. I was like, hold on, you sold your GTI.
1: Yeah, Mark 5 GTI. I want a car that's good on a back road that's rear wheel drive. And so that the one car that I have that really does that is the 964. Okay. You know, I like the 911 experience. So if I had a impact bumper 911, I would choose that one instead. But something that's good at the limit on a back road. Okay. And then um, it would it'd be a Mercedes of some kind. A Saco Mercedes of some kind. Okay. It would be tempting to keep the 221 S550 because it has four-wheel drive and is such a, like, opposite of the 964. It's so, like, sort of luxurious and premium and sort of, like, ritzy. And it has four-wheel drive, so I could, like, make it a snow car. Like, I think Mm -hmm. it would be amazing to use it as a snow vehicle.
0: Um, I When you pulled up in that thing, oh, my, it looks, it looks money i know it really i can't believe how expensive that car still looks
1: yeah especially given what you paid for it i know Um, but i mean that's how 220 ones are they they depreciate heavily uh and so you know that's would be a contender just having something sort of modern and just so premium it's 10 years old but you know know, it i know but i think it's modern too radar cruise control was an option it's got heated and ventilated and massaging seats i mean i'm really enjoying the sort of full luxury car experience. But of course, the real answer, although maybe not because of the ride quality, is an E63 wagon. I mean, E63 wagons are so like harsh. It's surprising yeah. that it's a stock Mercedes product because it's so rough it's riding. It's the German
0: way. M products and AMG products and Audi S products, they all just, oh, we put sand in the dampers and call it a day because they don't have uh, the roads that we do.
1: Same thing with the, because I've been <laughs> driving around in the 140 S class and mm-hmm. then I, sw- I hadn't driven the C43 for three or four weeks until yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy shit, this thing rides hard. I mean, I'm just getting in my elderly age, I'm getting S-classy, right? And That's so so funny. It's like the opposite of like two very different experiences that are complementary with like sort of no overlap.
0: I would never call this the 202 C43s ride harsh.
1: Drive it. I was, I remember reading the period road test. Stock suspension? I read the period road test and people were like, this thing rides really hard. And I was like, these people are a bunch of- you know, soft peasants or whatever. Fuddy duddies. <laughs> and uh, now nah, I dr- I drive it around and it's it's the way it handles impacts is not impressive and it's got you know Michelins that are two years old like it's not the it was old got tires wheels. I mean that was yeah. huge for the day. Yeah, but 18s were you know will fit and people put 18s mm-hmm. on them which is shocking to me and people lower them which is also shocking. Yeah, and no, then, then they really are, they but are. It's, ox cars. it's even in this form mm. it's, it's pretty harsh. So I mean that's a weird. Two-car solution to choose. I mean, the joke is that
0: my two-car solution is Scirocco and Ferrari, but it also includes an Eagle. golf <laughs> like,
1: There's no, yeah. there is no. I mean, no. the wagon, but the wagon is not. Do you have any 63 wagon? Oh, no, 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 no the 124, the 124 yeah. wagon. It's not as, uh, I don't know. It's not as creamy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you are getting old. I am getting old, I know. So
0: everything you you want, your second, first of all, you live in a city. No, I
1: mean, the real the real answer is the wagon and the 964 the 124 wagon. So if you could have
0: like an electric runabout city car, like like an e-golf, or get an e-golf back or get a, um, even a Tesla or something that like you could drive. Yeah. You, you would, so W124 wagon or technically S124 and your Porsche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Interesting.
1: I like playing this game. Anytime I yeah. see a pairing of cars, I mean, there's an Instagram account dedicated to this. It's not so, so active right now but I love the concept of yeah. like two car solution, you know? Cause sometimes people post things, you know, it's a, it's a bunch of reposting that the people tag them and then he reposts mm-hmm. the stories. And so I think a lot of times I'm like, that's stupid. That's a dumb two car solution. Mm-hmm. That's not in keeping with the spirit of the two car solution. If I ran this account, I would be much oh, less no. permissive. <laughs> uh, no, but you you choose like, and I especially like if things are from a certain particular era. Like I was photographing, we had a 512 TR at work, and I drove my uh, 500e, mm-hmm. and they were parked next to each other. As I was went inside to open the building up to put the 512 TR, and I st- sat there and looked at it. and I was like, "Holy shit! This would like in 1992. Oh, this yeah. is just like the absolute money mm-hmm. like shot." I also when I was doing the the BTS on the McLaren F1, my, I drove my 500e that day, so I had the 500e and the McLaren F1 parked next to each other, Another. and I was just like. Oh, Great two car solution. Wow, <laughs> I mean that's the Mr. Bean, that's the Rowan Atkinson yeah. two car solution yeah, he true. had a 500 and a McLaren F1. I,
0: I gotta think that my best two car solution before I started. So the problem in my line of work is that, right? You, we all know this. I don't have to have a daily driver. I can have, have access to everything. You get a press car, yeah. Press cars, and I have I get experiences in cars that I when I you know when I'm at work that I don't that reduces. Put it this way, that allows me to drive an e Golf as my daily for mm-hmm. when I need. And look, it's 14,700 miles in four, I'm almost four years. And like, I don't obviously need it that much. But uh, prior to this industry, when I was in my last life, uh, my two car solution was an E39 525i automatic wagon and a 911 cab. Oh my Nine God, you're like a, a businessman. <laughs> well, this was in 05. They were both relatively new. They were three and it was two and four years old. Um, and this was me like, like okay, you know, like I can spend. I've made it. I've made it. And I thought I truly thought. Well, the, the five series was a fight with my CFO at work because I called him cheap, and I got a five series, <laughs> uh, a lease company vehicle out of that. And the nine eleven, I truly thought I would never lose any money on it because it was an eighty four thousand dollar cab that I bought for thirty nine five at the end of his the guy's three year lease. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, no 911 has ever been worth less than 40,000 bucks. Money in the bank. I can drive this thing forever and not lose a penny. Single most, the biggest loss I've ever took on any car. Because 996s didn't do what every other yes, 911 did. Yes, they went they to $14,000. Yeah, thank God I sold it before that. But, um, it, you know, here it's a, a black stick shift convertible four seat 911 and a black, Five seat plus everything I could fit in an automatic
1: wagon. It was
0: like, I what other thing could I possibly need? Yeah, except
1: all wheel drive, yes. um, which I didn't. I mean, I, I mean, my my proposed one twenty four and nine sixty four solution is the same thing, but a decade earlier. Yeah. in nineteen ninety four, same concept, right? <laughs> yes. You know, fast. Although the the e thirty nine was not fast. No, one hundred and eighty four horsepower with yeah. an automatic. But I, it
0: was everything I needed. Yeah, I mean, the nine eleven was fast enough. I I still believe that the e thirty nine is probably top 10 best top five top possibly three best cars ever made Hmm. i mean it's really up there with like you know we'll throw throw 124 and 201 there as a a pair i
1: almost would say 140 ah it was ugly as sin i know but it's such a just it feels like a totally different league it in terms is. of expensiveness. Yeah, it was. When you interact with it and when you drive it. Like, I literally remember the day I, I bought it without driving it. <laughs> oh, really? I, so the first time I drove it was after I gave the woman, I was buying it from the money and t- taking the title away. And then I get in the car and I'm driving it out of the parking lot at the police station because it was a Craigslist deal. She's like, can we meet at the police station parking lot? I was like, sure. So I'm pulling out of the police station and we, I went out over the, the whatever. The, the Speed bump? No, the the interface between driveway and street the yep. b- low point of the drainage yeah. ditch or whatever and as soon as i went over that i said holy shit yeah i was just like this is on a whole other level i mean i've owned five 124s i've owned two 202s one. I've Owned 129s though and two one, it's different from right. a 129 well yeah it's actual got
0: suspension travel
1: yeah yeah and two 129s and that first bump i went over literally within feet of driving the car for the first time i was like holy shit so here's a question, ride quality, 221 or 140? 140. 140 right? The 221 is on 20s though. Mm-hmm. Those cars were available with 18s, 19s and 20s. Yeah. I'm very interested to, I was thinking about buying a set of 18s for the 221 to see what it's like on that. As we, uh, on, on more sidewall. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as it sits now, 16s on the 140, mm-hmm. the, the ride quality is better. Vastly better, I'm sure. It, the body control is worse, of course. Yeah. It's an old, Car with coil springs uh, instead of air suspension suspension and adjustable shocks. Yeah. So, Uh. but ride quality alone, the 140 is better. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, this has been the short, long episode. Um, It's sort of a filler bonus episode in addition to last Friday's Cybertruck episode. Not a filler bonus. There was some substantive
0: information here. No,
1: no, no. no. uh, Yes, I'm I'm giving us the short shrift. Uh, All this to say.
0: 49 minutes.
1: Yes. Almost a full episode. Right. Um yep. okay, well join us next week for a discussion of market Hagerty bull market. Bull market. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then uh this has been the Carmudgeon show. Anything else to cover? Bye. Or should we send go on our merry way. Bye. Okay, happy Monday. <laughs>